Welcome back. This episode will be continuing with our History of series. Specifically, we're going to be focusing in on early first wave black metal. Uh, so I guess the first thing we should do is define what is uh, early first wave black metal. Uh, predating thrash metal by two years, uh, black metal was the second extreme metal uh, genre bird in 1981 after speed metal. Um, so it takes heavy metal, gives it a shot of adrenaline, and then incorporates a healthy dose of fuck you punk attitude. Uh, but that wasn't good enough. Nah, they just left that for the thrashers. The new black metal horde had to go that extra step and also invoke Satan going over the top in the process. Cue the blood spewing corpse painted mayhem and goats, lots of goats. And when you're talking about, you know, what, what were the proto-bands that influenced uh, the creation of early black metal? Uh, there are three bands that come to mind. Uh, firstly, Black Sabbath. Uh, obviously, they're at the top of the heavy metal tree. No Sabbath and no heavy metal in any of the forms. Uh, secondly, Motorhead, uh, the band that influenced almost all extreme forms of uh, heavy metal. And then thirdly, the Sex Pistols, uh, as Corthon himself admits to its influence on Bathory sound. So uh, let's get into it. We're not going to cover every album. We're not going to cover all the years, even in early uh, um, black metal history, first wave black metal history. We're just going to cover uh, 81 to 84. So let's get her started. December 81 was ground zero for the birth of heavy metal when Venom issued their debut, Welcome to Hell. So Cronus, Abaddon, and Mantis uh, created an unholy racket, uh, immediately bowing to the Horde one uh, with such ditties as In League with Satan, Sons of Satan, and Live Like an Angel, Die Like a Devil, and of course sporting a pentagram with the Go to Mendes uh, appearing out on the album cover. There was no doubt that this was a band that wasn't skirting around the issue. They were openly embracing the Horde one. Uh, musically, it was, it was trash can metal with punk attitude all the way, uh, uh, Cronus sneering, barking, barfing out his deprived uh, tales uh, without the slightest melody making Lemmy's vocals sound positively tame in comparison. A new subgenre was born.
year later, in November of 82, Venom decide to name the subgenre they birthed the year previous, with a record most fans of the band consider their greatest achievement. Uh, of course, we're talking about black metal. Uh, less punky than the debut, and with a murkier mix, uh, black metal finds the lads' writing and performance skills improving, while not backing down one iota from encouraging listens to leave the unreal house of God and burn in hell at home. Uh, make no mistake about it, Venom were taken very seriously at the time. You either loved them, or you ran as far away as possible.
turn the calendar over to 1983, and we had three new bands entering the Black Metal Wars. Uh, first of it, uh, first band being 666, the first Norwegian black metal band, uh, with an album called Necrophily. Uh, so taking their cues from Venom and Motorhead, it could be argued that Hellhammer and Celtic Frost took cues from them.
expansion unit Merciful Fate entered the blackened picture uh, in October of 1983 with their debut full-length, The Legendary Melissa. So encouraging listeners to all hail Satan. Yes, all hail Satan. Here we had a band that seemed to really believe in the occult rather than just being out to shock like Venom. Uh, And musically, this was an altogether different beast as well. You know, here we had uh, some brain-searing tech prog heavy metal of the highest order, uh, taught by a unique vocalist in King Diamond, whose vocals to this day are still one of the most polarizing in metal. Black metal was branching out. Later, in November of 1983, Italian mob Death SS issued their debut EP, Evil Metal. So despite not being as well known as most of the releases on our list, uh, the Sabbath cross with Maiden Rhythmic Attack uh, wrapped in an occult package certainly warrants inclusion here. Uh, The sound is decidedly of the not-so-expensive variety, uh, but instrument differentiation can still be discerned here, uh, especially the active bass. Thank you. 
turn the calendar to 1984 and we have five albums for, to include on our list here. First of them being Switzerland's Hellhammer, who issued Apocalyptic Raids in March. Uh, so here was yet another different sounding beast, high velocity riffs played with downtuned guitars, uh, creating a riveting blast of energy that made necks bang and acquiescence. At the mic was one Tom Warrior, an enigmatic uh, vocalist who popularized death grunts for future generations. <laughs> later in April of 84, uh, Venom issued At War with Satan, the title track, taking up the full of side one of the vinyl, which I never play. <laughs> uh, but side two contains some great deep album cuts like Rip Ride, Genocide, and Stand Up and Be Counted.
Later that year in September, Merciful Fate issued their sophomore Don't Break the Oath, uh, supporting one of the best album covers of all time, uh, Satan pointing a finger at you behind a wall of flames. Uh, not quite as consistent as the Peerless debut to these ears. Uh, there's no question, though, that this is yet another legendary early black metal release.
month later in October, another band enters the Blackened Wars, this being Sweden's Bathory, who issued their self-titled debut. So many of a fan of the subgenre point to Bathory as being the true godfathers of, of black metal, given that the subsequent second wave of black metal in the 90s used the band as the prototype, uh, both in visuals and sound. Uh, so musically, this refers back to Venom's debut to these years, given the punk metal attitude. But here Bathory come across as more in control of their bloodlust, uh, making this a heaving display of, of abandon. Uh, it remains my fave release of the whole Bathory discography.
1984 wasn't done uh, belching out sickening black metal sounds though. In November of that year, Swiss unit Hellhammer called it quits and reformed as Celtic Frost, issuing their legendary debut EP, Morbid Tales. Uh, so pretty well identical to Apocalyptic Rabes, uh, but with better writing and instrumental performances. Uh, Morbid Tales caught the imagination of the masses, making uh, Celtic Frost a serious contender. Yet another essential building block in the history of black metal as Dark Throne themselves cited this album as an influence. To this day, my fave black metal record of all time.
that's it. Uh, history of early black metal uh, between 1981 and 84. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember to check in again next Monday for our next new release Monday podcast. And check out our website, of course, www.themightydecibel.com. Thanks. Bye.